It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion. So glad you can join us here for our Tuesday episode And so glad we can spend this time together looking into God's Word, looking at the wonderful truths that God gives us. And we're looking right now, we're in Romans chapter 4. This is really the second section in Romans. The theme of it is the righteousness of God. How is it that we are counted righteous? How is it that God makes us righteous in His kingdom, in the kingdom economy? How is it that we become righteous? righteous. Well, let's start today. We're going to, our theme today is once again going to be faith before works. Our faith comes before our works. And our scripture here is Romans 4 and verse 10. Romans 4 and verse 10. The apostle Paul is asking this question. And remember, he's talking about Abraham because Abraham is the father of our faith. And this is the question that Paul asks, talking about Abraham's righteousness. How then was it accounted, while he was circumcised or uncircumcised? Not while circumcised, but while uncircumcised. Now, I need to explain the context of this verse, of course. The sign of Abraham's righteousness, the sign of the covenant that Abraham made with God, was his circumcision. God told Abraham, this is going to be the sign of the covenant between me and you, that all of the males will be circumcised. All of the men in your family, they all must be circumcised. That which they were born with has to be cut away. Of course, today it has a spirit, in the new covenant, it has a spiritual application that our sinful nature has to be cut away, that our heart needs to be circumcised, that that sinful nature, that sinful heart, there needs to be that cutting away. So it has that spiritual application. But under the old covenant, it was a physical thing that all of the descendants of Abraham, if they wanted to be in obedience to God, and if they wanted to be, uh, if they wanted to be in the covenant with God, that was the sign that they had to follow. They had to be circumcised. But when did that circumcision take place? When was Abraham circumcised? The Apostle Paul is asking that question. Was he circumcised before God counted him righteous? And God said, oh, now you were circumcised, now I'm going to say you're righteous? Or was Abraham counted righteous before the circumcision took place? And the answer is, Abraham was circumcised after God had counted him righteous. In Genesis 15, 6, Abraham believed God and God counted it to him as righteousness. That happened before Genesis 17 when Abraham entered the covenant of circumcision. So you see, Abraham's circumcision did not make him and could not make him righteous. It had to be an internal thing. It had to be something of the heart and not of the flesh. It was Abraham's belief that caused God to declare him to be a righteous man. It was what was going on in Abraham's heart. It was Abraham saying yes to the Lord. It was Abraham saying, yes, God, I believe you. Yes, God, I take you at your word. Yes, God, I believe and I receive and I accept it. That's what made Abraham righteous. It was believing in the word of of God. It was not his action of circumcision. Uh, Now, of course, and I keep saying we're going to look at this, we will be in weeks to come. 
Abraham did need to get circumcised. He did need to obey God. God does require obedience of his children. He requires our obedience. If he tells us this is how you should live, this is how we need to live. He told Abraham to get circumcised. It wasn't just, hey, Abraham, I've already accepted you, so hey, man, just do whatever you want. It's cool with me. No, God told Abraham, I've accepted you. You're righteous. Now do this. And it wasn't a choice. It was a command. Abraham had to do it. It's the same for us. God saves us. He makes us righteous through faith. But then he does tell us, now do this. Live in this way. Be transformed. There are things we need to do. There was, there was a sign Abraham had to do, but it could not make him righteous. It could not save him. And the things that God wants us to do cannot make us righteous. They cannot save us. It only only comes through faith. Realize this, friend. Absolutely nothing you do can make you righteous or make God accept you. You can't bargain with God. You cannot, cannot, cannot do enough good works to earn even the smallest part of your salvation. You see, compared to the righteousness of God, the best we can do is absolutely worthless, filthy rags. That's what Isaiah 64, 6 says. All of our righteousness, all of our best deeds, the best that I can do, it's just filthy rags. And I don't want to go around wearing filthy rags. I don't want to go around being seen in filthy rags. I want to wear a beautiful robe, beautiful clothes. And that's the beautiful robe of righteousness that God has for you, friends. That's what God has for you. Your absolute best, you can live your whole life with the best discipline. Stay away from this, stay away from that, follow all the rules, and the best you can do is filthy rags. But the moment you accept Jesus, the moment you say yes to Jesus, you get a beautiful robe of righteousness, better than anything you could do. In a moment, the worst sinner can be cleaner and more beautiful than the most than the most righteous non-believer in Jesus. The one who has followed all the rules, he can be surpassed in a moment by the worst, most terrible sinner if that sinner believes and the so-called righteous man does not. It's all through faith in Jesus. Salvation is not in any sense based on our righteousness. You see, the reason for this, it's so clear. It's because the best I can do I still fall short of God. God's standard of holiness, God's standard of righteousness, it's not a human standard. It's not just, well, let's be pretty good. God's standard for righteousness and holiness, God's standard to enter heaven is absolute perfection. 100% spotless, 100% uh, clean, 100% pure. That's God's standard. And friends, that the, at my best day, I fall so short. And at the best day of any human being who ever lived outside of Jesus, we fall completely short. That's why it doesn't matter. That's why our works can't save us at all. It's all by the grace of God. Only Jesus was able to live that perfect life. Only Jesus could live that life. And that's why my salvation is by faith. Because see, when I believe what Jesus did, I'm connected to that perfect life he lived. And that perfect life gets credited to me. Not because of what I've done, because all I did was fail. But because of what Jesus did, that perfect life is credited to me, and I am accepted, I am saved, I am made clean, I am made free, I am made righteous based on that perfect, perfect work of Jesus. I thank God. I thank God for that perfect work, for the work of Jesus, for saving me when I didn't deserve it. We are saved by the grace of God, not by works, but 100% faith 
in what Jesus has done. I get excited talking about this. It's the very core of our salvation. Please join us. We're going to continue on this tomorrow, only on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.